Wrestling fans, promoters, wrestlers, and anyone who enjoys pro wrestling now have something new to be excited about. The Wrestling Fans International Association, the WFIA, is back. WFIA is an association that exists to promote, grow, and support professional wrestling throughout the world. Membership is free. Your membership includes a free digital bi-monthly publication of the Wrestling Fan News newsletter, association updates, voting privileges, and much more. Please go to thewfia.org, that's T-H-E-W-F-I-A.org, and become a member today. What is going on, everybody? Welcome. I want to welcome. Do you realize that it's been two years since these gentlemen have been on this program? Wow. It's been that long? Wow. Well, I'm going to tell you exactly when the last time you guys were on the show. Basically, right now I'm talking to the House of Pain, but the last time you guys were on that show, on this show, excuse me, was when you guys went through that whole NAWA fiasco. Damn. No. Professor, you're, you're wrong this time, Professor. How am I wrong? We you we came back again to promote the Empire Pro Show. Okay, you did. okay. I think you got me on that one. I think you got me on that one. Yes, sir. Okay, all right, all right. The Empire Pro, and you guys gave me the whole history of Empire Pro. I am wrong on this. Holy shit! But either way, we're gonna have a good time tonight. Shooting. I got the professor. I got him. You did. You did. I very rarely forget stuff, and uh, I'm so happy with stuff. himself. <laughs> By the way, I'm, gonna, I'm turning that um, that nickname in because I've been, uh, you know, there's too many people with that damn name. I need something cooler, I guess. Really? You the only professor I know. What about Mike today? Well, Mike today was the professor. Yeah. <laughs> Did he forget? And who for Mike a short today is? time on a different podcast. Uh, Referee uh, TV Bill Thompson was uh, the professor at one time as well. Was he? Oh, really? oh. So maybe, maybe we should rename him tonight. Next to what you think? I mean, let me finish what's in this cup, and we might we might have a couple of names. <laughs> I don't know. I'm we thinking. Might, might I'm a- thinking. Calling him Rick, the real deal. As long as none of them are. <laughs> Well, well, let's we'll, we'll shop through. Let's let's not make any hasty decisions at the moment. As long as none of those nicknames are uh, derogatory, you guys hear me? Jesus Christ! Oh, did you guys hear me at all? I think I went. I think yeah. I went out for a second. Yeah, as long as it's not derogatory, right? Is okay. that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think I glitched out right after I said that. Um. So what's going on <laughs> with you two gentlemen? I see you guys are still capturing gold all over the place. Most recently, Chicago, Illinois. Um. Yeah, what's going on with you, gentlemen? You want to take this? Uh, no, you like over. talking. I got to take over. Um, yeah, we um we took a um a long thirteen hour drive to the good old Chicago, Illinois. Um, it was did you it, at least, was, it was did you at least get your did, did you at least get gas money or did you spend more on gas than it? Uh, um actually to be honest with you the gas wasn't that bad like when we first left um 
Okay, we left Connecticut. We did the first time I had to get gas. We was like in the middle of Pennsylvania. Yeah. So no. it was it wasn't too bad. And then after that, the next time was Indiana. Okay. So it wasn't it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. You must, have a, you must have a you must have a good car. I mean, I got a brand new twenty twenty one. I feel like when I get to Springfield, Mass, I got to fill up again. Yeah, I got a. I, I bought. I purposely did that. I bought one of those economy cars. I purposely, oh, <laughs> I purposely did that for for road trips, so it doesn't. Because my last car used to eat gas, so oh, I, I purposely bought that. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah I feel like we, maybe we stopped in Ohio, like in between Ohio and Indiana, for gas. Yeah. Okay, that was right. after after PA. Yeah. How was the uh, pricing out there? Um, I it was pretty much the same. I maybe give or take forty cents. So, but that's quite a difference, man. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, I would say, yeah, yeah, yep. But, um, yeah, we um, we left uh Thursday night and um, we got there the next day, 11 in the morning, and um, we um, we we truly, I we felt like the state line. Of Illinois at eleven o'clock, <laughs> right? I feel, I feel like, I feel like that. I feel like that trip there. I mean, we done road trips before, yep. but this was like the first time for that distance for that long ride. I mean, even the West Virginia ride, me and Nick did. How, how many hours was the West Virginia drive? That was seven. Okay, that seven was seven. Seven okay. to get there, but in total, we probably did about the same amount, about thirteen, because we wrestled. We drove there, wrestled, and then fucking hit the road, and we didn't stop until we hit PA. Right. When Allentown stopped. Right. Right. So these two, these two last road trips is the first time that it was just Nick and myself. Because the other road trips we did before, we had other people with us. So from that experience alone with just just us two, and especially the the, the Chicago one, it, it gave me um a history of, of understanding the territories back in the days. Because when we um drove out there, um if you're not careful, you could be in five different states within 20 minutes. Like <laughs> like we was in Michigan for a while coming back. I don't know how the hell we we wound up being in Michigan, but we was on eight mile street for, for a while coming when we were making our way back home. Yeah, it really it really showed you how they was able to um do the loop because the loop was real close to each other. You had yeah. Milwaukee, you got Indiana, you have uh Tennessee, like it's all in that in that loop. So Not Tennessee, it was it was Iowa. Iowa was in that area and yep. Milwaukee. Yeah, was, but I yeah, saw was, I saw a sign for Tennessee too. Did I ever tell you guys the uh, time I was going down to North Carolina and I decided that my, my stepdaughter was doing partially partial, partial driving, so we switched off, and next thing you know, um, we're not supposed to go anywhere near Tennessee to get into North Carolina, but I woke up. When I woke up, I was in Tennessee. She went this whole different route, and I was like, what the hell are you doing? We should have been in North Carolina already. And I was so frustrated that I just ended up saying, get out of the car and let me drive the rest of the way. And... <laughs> 
<laughs> on the way back, I said, nobody else is driving this car. I said, I will get us home <laughs> today. You <laughs> ended up in California, boy. <laughs> I mean, we could have ended up in Mexico, for all I know, like with the way she was driving. I mean, how the hell do you end up in Tennessee? I said, it, we, we could have already been there by now. This is ridiculous. So um, that there, yeah, the, the, the territory drives. I drive a lot to, like, say, Virginia and um, North Carolina because of my wife's family. And that, man. It's uh, I don't know how those guys did it back in the day. I really don't, and I don't do it like no I do it like twice a year. So yeah, with, with no fucking GPS either. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. no way to turn left. That's the yeah. other thing. We had a GPS, and I still ended up in Tennessee. So go figure. <laughs> Man, well, so how was hours, thirteen yeah. hours? We came back. We came back ten pounds heavier. I do this every podcast when we win a belt, so I'm gonna do it again. You're, Where the hell I can go? You're groovy. You guys are welcome to do whatever the hell you want. You know. Oh you look! Oh look! He's got his too. Look at that. Eleven times, yeah. baby. Eleven, 11 times. times. So you guys have captured gold everywhere you go, and most recently, you guys have captured the. Let me see if I can get this right. The, the World Association of Wrestling, correct? The North American Association. Uh, you've captured the North American Tag Team Championships. Yes, Is sir. that correct? Yes, sir. So, um, who did you defeat for those belts? See, they they have not uploaded the video to that uh, as of yet, uh, which I understand the video is still coming. Well, I got an exclusive for you. I just Ooh, got word, I like exclusives. Yeah, I just got Ooh. word that this show will be on Fight TV in September. I forgot what date exactly, but um, they doing the um, the the editing of it right now. And they're gonna on um, the show is gonna air on Fight TV in September. Okay. In September, that's yep. pretty much that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So, I want everybody to go out there and purchase it. Hopefully, it'll be at a reasonable cost, and everybody will go buy it and get to see yeah, these I mean, two gentlemen it wrestle. Didn't seem like it was a bad show either. Like, I mean, the crowd yep. was pretty into what was going on the entire night. Um, you know, it was great. It was it was a good experience for us. I don't know. Have you guys ever been to Chicago before for, for wrestling? To wrestle? No. Excuse me? No. no. First time. First time ever. First time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a very legendary a series. Yeah. It's a very legendary city for wrestling. You know, the AWA was uh, ran out of there, and that was like a, it was a big territory at one point, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. No, it was, it was a great experience. It was, you know, I... And it, it sucks. I keep forgetting the guys' names. Like I, I have them on Facebook, but I, I just can't remember the names. Right. Good talent, though. They gave yeah. us a fucking run for our for our money. I see that there was also like Tom Latimer and Camille were also on the show, right? Yes. Yep. They was yeah. there. They was there. They was pretty cool too. Pretty cool yeah. people. That was the first yeah. time we met them. Pretty cool. Yeah. Funny story. Night night was running a little long. Camille looks at us and goes, "Uh." How long you guys going? <laughs> Quicker than you think. <laughs> we'll be in and out of it. <laughs> she looked at us and was like, "Thank you so much." Yeah, it was it was running long, so yeah. You know, but you know what? You know what, Rick? We always kind of get ourselves put in um these uh pre-made events or main events. It's 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 funny. We don't ask for this. <laughs> We, we we show up places and we always like the main event or pre med is like it's crazy it's like 
we sat there like we did the um the meet and greet, and um we we met our our yep. manager. And I was going to manage us for the for the night. His name is C Red. Um, he's he's actually in the NWA. Uh, the C -Red. manager is C Red. C -Red. Damn cool. So he he comes to us and he goes, well, well, Nick has stepped away for a second. So he comes to me, he goes, uh, yeah, uh, you're the second to last. I said, oh boy. <laughs> I said, tell my tag partner that when he gets back. <laughs> it's like it don't matter where we go. It's like we always, but I mean, I guess that's a good thing because um, the promoters, uh can see that we can um elevate the crowd because the match before us they was putting on like a WrestleMania. It was like they was going for a long time. And it was like so and then when we got out there and it and it, and, it, and and it was good too because like when we did the meet and greet people was coming up, you know, they kind of wasn't sure who we was. They knew we was wrestlers, but it was like, oh okay, you're right. Yeah. And then when they saw us in action <laughs> did you get oh, to sell any man. merch while did you sell any merch while you're out there? Yes. We, a little bit. So like I think not not too much, but we sold, you know, there's there's somebody walking around Chicago with a house of pain shirt on. I love yeah. it. I, I think it. I think, yeah, I think we would have sold more if we was like before intermission. We would have oh, <laughs> we oh. would have sold more. <laughs> That's very possible. That's definitely yeah. very possible. So yeah, sure. because we because after the show, like we kept getting, we kept getting swamped, you know, by workers and fans. They all respected what we did, so it, that was that was good. You know, I always like that. I always like to, um, go somewhere where nobody knows us, yeah. and um and and break them. You know, what I'm saying whether we baby faces or heels. Make them hate us and make us share. We had them. We had them saying HOP. We had them screaming out HOP that night. So, um, I'm I'm proud of that. That that right there, um, is one thing that I I, I enjoy, um, is to do that because it's like okay, we that's that's considered being a real worker, where you can go somewhere, they never seen you before, don't know you, you know what I'm saying, and yeah, and getting gays into our matches, I I live for that. I love doing that. No, that's good especially, because it's like especially when, when they you, have like that perception of our look. Yeah, they see two big guys and they're like, "Oh, whatever." Then they you see us more slow or whatever, and yeah, but you right. guys are actually pretty quick for guys yeah. your size. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that video. I want to see it. So hopefully, it'll, you know, it'll. I don't know. Whenever the date's announced. Um. So you guys also aren't you celebrating your ninth year as a tag team? Yes, sir. So yes, How are you putting up with nine years? I don't know. I, I'm surprised that Kim hasn't killed me yet. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, you well, Rick, you know what it is? It's it's the um mutual respect we have for each other, you know what I'm saying? Like all these years that we've been up and down the road, like we never like really got into it, you know what I'm saying? Like we we agree yeah. and we disagree on certain things. But we never let it get to a point where, oh fuck you, oh fuck you, man, fuck you, and I ain't talking to you. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Oh fuck it, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do singles. Fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like we never, we never had, and that, and that's kind of rare, especially for the amount of years we've been together. Like other yeah. people can't really say that, but we um always had that mutual respect for each other. But I always had that respect for the Knicks though from the first time I met him. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, you know, I just know how to, you know, and I, and I do that with everybody. I don't try to cross any boundaries and I don't try to be, you know, better than people. You know what I'm saying? Because there's always, you know, somebody that knows a little bit more or, or whatever. A little, even if they know a little bit less, you know what I'm saying? You can always learn from somebody, you know? And, you know, I never, you know, approach Nick like, oh, well, fuck you. You know, I know more than you or he knows more than me. And, you know, it's never nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? We always had a mutual respect. Even when um we, uh, you know, putting our matches together. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I can call Nick Ho's match for his whole match. I can call the whole thing. And sometimes he can do the same thing for me. And a fucking... A super kick and a clothesline, and he's like, "I got the rest." <laughs> <laughs> now, but just to like build on what he was saying, like we don't, we don't step on each other's toes, and we make each other better. Like me and him are really complete opposites. Hakim is kind of more like laid back, and he'll watch shit and observe, and I'm a little more like, "What the fuck?" Like I'm. I'm well, he's ready to fucking, it's the end of the world all the time, you know? I'm like ready to fucking like, what the fuck? Why is everybody so dumb? But, you know, he kind of counteracts that like, nah, just, let's just chill. Let's just watch. So, I mean, we, we kind of balance each other out. And like you said, we never had really cross words. I mean, we, we annoy each other to no end, but we don't fight. Like, we don't argue. Well, that's what brothers do. My right. interrupt I mean, for... May I interrupt for one second? Sure. There's some breaking news, even though this will air tomorrow. Uh, EC3 just won the NWA world title. Okay, you can go back to what you're looking for. Oh, okay. I have, <laughs> I have other if we're, if we're doing spoilers, I have other news from that show as well. What was that? Uh, I haven't watched the rest of the, the rest of tonight yet, so what's up? Uh, Camille lost the title. What? To whatever the hell that girl's name is. Oh. I'm not watching. The, I'm not watching the NWA anymore. Fuck it. There's no reason to watch it. Did she get signed somewhere else? No, I don't know. Now that I think about it, a lot of the titles changed hands today. They, like they it got, looked like because yesterday and today, and it looks like are they going to do like a whole other facelift of the company? That's what I was getting. Uh, that's what I was yeah, thinking because yeah, I guess Colby Carino won the junior title yesterday. He won the juniors. He defended it. I think that was like one of the last matches I saw. He defended yeah. that a whole bunch of shit. Like the new US champs, uh US tag champs, new uh damn uh the new tag champs, the new women's champ, and the new heavyweight champ. So yeah. And once again, interesting event. I have as we were talking. Well, it's one of those things, it's I love it so much, even though it doesn't always please me. It's like torture most of the time. So oh. Well, yeah, well, you know, that's how we feel, you know, like as, as, as much as we it, we love the business, it, it gets a, a, lot, a little frustrated sometimes, you know, it it's, absolutely does. Yeah, it's like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know, it's just too much, too much being, clicks, too much being, ass being involved. Yeah, being involved in the business that you guys, you, you guys are at couple different levels depending on where you're working and what you're doing so it's like sometimes you care too much right and, and it doesn't Absolutely. the product itself not necessarily the people the product itself might not care back as much you know what i'm saying it doesn't right. translate properly so 
Right. And I definitely have a very fucking like love hate relationship with this business. There are days where I wake up and it's like it's it's great, and then there's other days it's like I what the fuck like what do you have to do to to you know to move a step forward? Well, you know, like like Hakim said, too many clicks, too much ass kissing. Every, and it's like it almost seems like if you're not doing the same moves that everybody else is doing, you don't get put on. Right. And this business, this business was built. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, this this business was always built on being different. But you you watch it now, everybody's the same. Everybody's the same. And and, and it's and it's crazy because a lot a lot of a lot of it still works today. A lot of the old school stuff still works today because yeah. Again, we can be on a show and, you know, everybody on that show, it could be an eight-card show. And seven of those matches was the same. Yeah. And I guarantee you, you know what I'm saying, not to be cocky, they always remember us. And I don't know, it it, it could be a gift or, or a curse at the same time because it's one of those things where, okay, we we prove we can draw, we prove we can work, we prove we can talk and we still not in these bigger companies that we, you know what I'm saying? That everybody else is in. Yeah. yeah it's, it's weird to me. It's like, you know, and then um, we, we get this stuff where if we show up somewhere, you know, they go, Oh, okay. Yeah. Y'all guys is good. Blah, blah. Okay. So if we good, why we can't do business, you know? Yeah. Why we can't do business. Oh, cause I'm not, I'm not in your inbox. I'm not liking everything you do. I'm not sharing everything you do. I'm not, you know, blowing smoke up your ass. You know, it's 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 the it's, it's a weird, a weird time. You know, I mean, and anything you do is about uh, is about who you know. But right. I feel like, especially with us, we we know everybody, and everybody knows us. So why are we yeah. not getting these? Why are we not getting these breaks? You know why we not getting these You guys have been around a long time. You guys made a lot of connections. I see that firsthand from mm-hmm. working with you guys as long as I've worked with you guys. So I don't understand either. How when every year when the NWA puts out that they're looking for new teams for their Crockett Cup, that is just everybody that's on the contract to the NWA. No surprises, no outside talent. They'll maybe pick one guy from the town that they're working. You see and what I'm saying? What's even worse is when they take two randoms and put them together. So right. Yeah. Yes. You have teams like, like ourselves that have been busting our ass trying to stay a team. And and in every sense of the word, a team. Not a singles guys one week and a team the next week. A real tag team. And we don't get those shots and we don't get those opportunities. I could go on a whole tangent about that situation alone. You know what I'm saying? Like there's certain things that about this business that, that really upset me. And it's like it, it takes a lot of that passion away sometimes because it's it's not worth it. Like me and Hakim are a good tag team. You know, not not I, to be cocky, not to pat ourselves on the back. We are a good tag team. I but mean, I've been watching you guys for what five years now, and every time I see it, I'm impressed every single time I walk away. Every well, time. Yeah, thank you. Like, well, thank you. It. Thank you. We appreciate that, man. You, you know, know like they, and like I said, they, you know, everybody says it, everybody do it, but then when it's time to do business, then it's, it becomes, it comes a little crazy, you know? 
You know, it's like we we, we put in these predicament where they want to use us, but then don't want to pay us what we deserve. You know what I'm saying? And yes, you know, and then you 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 pay somebody else more because they not because of the experience because i took a poll or maybe a year ago mm-hmm. of um certain teams out there that that gets a little bit more on burn than we do and we outlasted all of them as far as a team they say two years three years well i'm like are you serious so we're we're, we're really the veteran tag team here that's been together the longest and we still don't get the props that we deserve. And, and and it's not even, and I'm not, and that's the thing. Like, we're not looking for y'all to like everything we do, share everything we do. None of that. We just looking for opportunities. Opportunities to to move on. Opportunities to be in these in these bigger companies. Because it's, it's like we we belong there. It's no doubt in my mind we belong there. But, you know, it, it gets to those points where they treat us like we're just fresh out of wrestling school. Like, they don't treat they don't treat us like we've been doing this for years. They don't treat us like a lot of the dudes that y'all booking, we help put on. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't act like that. Like a lot a lot of these guys that are progressing more than us, we gave them their big breaks. Where when they was coming up, promoters didn't want to mess with them because they're like, oh, he's green. We don't know who that person is. We vouched for them. We um, put them on. We had opportunities. We talked to other promoters to, um, you know, to give them a give them a shot. And then a lot of times they might surpass us a little bit. Do they return the favor? Absolutely not. They act like we don't exist. But like I, said, like I said before, if we show up to where they at is, oh, HOP this, HOP that, oh, yeah, cost is good. Uh. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say, like, any promoters that watch this, and then this is probably not going to be the best thing to say. If you're not going to book us, don't sit there and fucking tell me to my face, oh, you guys are a great tag team, and you guys are this. Just shut the fuck up. Just don't just shake our hand, and we can keep it moving if you not don't tell us that we great and then constantly look us over and pair up these whack ass half ass tag teams mm-hmm. i'm sick of it <laughs> like we do yeah. we deserve it we, we need we need to be out here for and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry like we we constantly take pay cuts and everybody's know your worth know your worth all right listen i me and hakim have done some booking we've paid people i know yeah. A lot of money. Some of them not worth the money. I'm gonna be straight right. up on it. Right. Right. And then like my partner just said, know your worth. You know, it's it gets a little tricky when you say your worth. Now, of course, if you landed somewhere where you had a a deal, whether it was, you know, now we got AEW and um of course WWE. Um, if you did MLW, NWA, Ring of Honor, Impact. Okay, that makes sense because you had, you know, Universal, United States, 
covering. Right. They've been on. They had all of those companies I just made have somewhat of a TV, but right. because you, the top dog, in in your school, you think you deserve money from somebody that's been on Impact or been in AEW, or you get what I'm saying. So it's it's kind of. It's kind of it's kind of funny when it comes to the money, and you know a lot of these dudes say they you know they worth and this that and the third, but it's like, do you even really know your worth? Like your worth start to change as you evolve, and like I said, if you get on TV, blah, blah. and that's how me me and Nick determine our price. Like we can't go crazy and be like, well, a thousand dollars for the house of pain. We haven't been on Impact or NWL, any of those bigger companies. So we gotta be reasonable. We gotta be reasonable and make and make it make sense. You know, you local, it's like, okay. And then it also depends on a on a um company as well, because you know, if they're what not drawing budget. as much Yeah, what their budget know, is or, right, yeah. what the budget is. And like some of these dudes don't see it that way. They see it as you know, well, let me let me try to get as much as I can, and then you, you take a look at them. Again, they barely booked because they prices is crazy. You might see right. no more one two shows every other month because they trying to low blow their prices. So it's 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 funny when it comes to those prices. Like I feel like your um your status grow on how you move in the industry. So if you become a contract wrestler, like I said, a MLW, NWA, AEW, Impact, New Japan, you know, those type of companies, then the money, you know what I'm saying? Your, your, work, goes up. your stock rises. Your work, yeah, your stock goes up. Yeah. But you being the top dog at your school and then you branching out to other companies to try to, you know, get your name out. And you you asking for thousands of dollars? It's just come on, man. It's it's ridiculous. How do you feel about your 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 uh, fee rising? You know, by your years of experience, like even though you weren't on a national level. Well, I mean, we reasonable, but then we're not gonna get played either. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So it's I mean, it's like, like, I said, like you guys have only been together as a tag, or well, not only, but you guys have been together for almost a decade probably within the next year but you guys were also in the business prior to that as well right right so, right but you guys have been together you guys have been around for over 10 years so i'd say you know your stock as either individuals and a tag team year by year should probably go up a little bit i agree i agree just but we just we like want to negotiate too you know Right, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. oh, and it's funny you. It's funny you just said that too. That's another thing that these wrestlers don't seem to understand either. This is a business. Treat yes. it as a business. Yes. You know they come in and you, they want to do their own thing, and it's like, do you go to your shoe job and tell your boys how to do things? Right. No. So, and that's one. And that's one thing they can never say about the House of Pain. We we are come in there, whatever company we at, and. We'll go straight to the booker. What do you want from us? How do you want it? You want us to do this? Or you want us to do that? Then if they say, oh, now nah, do what you do, I ain't fine. But before we do anything, 
we clear it with whoever's you know whoever's booking the show whoever's the promoter whatever the case may be because a lot of times we'll go there and the opponents is already telling us oh this i was like wait well before we even talk let me find out what it is he wants what story he wants to be told and then we take it from there a lot of these guys don't see they don't understand that they go into business for themselves even when it comes to um online okay i mean we all know kayfabe is dead but you still want to you know keep some type of mystery to, to the magic yes Yes. You know, you want to keep Myself some type of Rick had a conversation about this earlier today. Yeah, you want to keep some mystery. And then, then they, you know, you got workers that do something at one company and want to bring it somewhere else without permission. They already, they already done booked it themselves. You know, it's it's no it's no kind of respect level when it comes to that. I don't I like think we were just yes, we were just referring to this today. I believe so, Nick, correct? Have a similar mm-hmm. conversation where you certainly will. in one company you can have this gigantic feud and a huge blow off, and then another company that runs say a town over, let's just say a town over and right. put the two in a match as if it's nothing has ever happened between the two before. Right. And ignore everything, even though there's a history. That's WWEism as well, though. You know, That's- if you WWE exactly. will ignore the fact that people had feuded for many, many years. And I think at one point they even, that's like, okay, I'll give you an example. You know, Snook and, uh, the fuck is it guy? Piper had this gigantic feud in WWF. Less than 10 years later, they went to WCW and they were a tag team for a special event. Not even mentioning the feud, nothing, any of that history. <laughs> so I'm just sitting here like, but then even like probably 10 years after that, they had a whole angle on WWE TV where Piper apologized. So the whole thing, you know, ne- none of it made sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It don't make any yeah. sense at all. Right. It doesn't. And, you know, people sticking to their time. You know, it's it's like, come on, like, every every match that they wanted, they wanted to be WrestleMania, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. It's like pulling teeth sometimes with these guys. And I don't know if it's a lot of times I think they just believe they own hype. And then when things don't go their way, they go on social media crying. You know, everybody it's all great when, you know, if the booking is right, then because something happens and all of a sudden, oh, the book is the enemy now. The promoter is the enemy now because they didn't go your way. You know. Maybe something happened. Maybe they had to change directions. But I don't even understand that part of the game either. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's supposed to be a business. Right. And a lot of these guys that um running companies, I feel like, are throwing parties every month. They don't care if they turn a profit. They throw in a party. Book their friends. Book whoever. Uh, they want to see any darling they like or somebody that was on TV that they like put them up against their friends. Not drawing shit. Not, not drawing nothing. Yep. Not care if they draw or not. Pay whatever. It's like a like a little party. There's some weekends where I, you could see the same fucking match three times that weekend. Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. and, and 
in towns right across from each other. You see the same matches, and that's why I don't understand where it's like we're not afraid to do business. Like, why why have the same exact match in the week? You know what I'm saying? The same weekend. Right. It's just is weird. It's weird to me. My my favorite too is you know going back to what Hakim said about you know people crying and complaining and all that is. I notice a lot of these a lot of people struggle with mental health and that is a very serious subject very serious. Yep. but i noticed there's some wrestlers they only have mental health problems when they're not winning <laughs> when they don't have the belt. When they have a belt life's good yeah oh i'm a champion i got three belts i'm i'm oh my god i'm the greatest in the world you start losing now is meant oh now i gotta take a break and i gotta walk away everybody's got Issues. Everybody's I've dealing seen with that something. a lot on my social media. I'll tell yep. you that much right now. You know that I don't get involved in none of that business. I just any of the personal stuff I, I keep away from, you know. Like right. I, just, I don't comment, I don't comment on none of that crap. Yeah. It's the same thing with me and Hakim. Me and Hakim go through shit. You think we don't have problems at home? You think there's no things that we stress out about? But no, we use this business to get away from all that shit. Yeah. Right. Yep, you would never, you would never know. You would never know what's going on in our personal lives, because we don't put right. it out there like that. And that's the thing too; they put it out there, and then once it gets circulated, then it's like, who, who burns the business? Well, you put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> the power, the power of favorite social media. Yes, yeah, you garbage. put it out there. Yeah, or, or you, if you didn't want nobody to know, you shouldn't have put it out there. Yeah, social media is ridiculous. People just put out the shit just to get noticed, and then once they get too much crap crapped on and then uh that, that's when they turn around and cry so right yep yeah. my, my favorite post is i'm going through so much but please no one text me then shut the fuck up don't put it online why are we fucking why what what what's the vicious circle you're yeah. looking for attention so you can say you don't want attention knock it off you put the phone yep. down log out and fucking yep. take care of yourself yeah I just and put on wrestling. You, just you, put on you, wrestling. That's it. you, you would think, Rick, the way we get we the way we get treated is like we done went through people's companies and robbed them or stuff with women or did something. You know, I I just don't understand you what, didn't what it is. Hold people up for money or anything like that, did you? Never. No, <laughs> we never held anybody up for money. We hold never we never we never went in somebody's company and try to tell them how to run it you know what i'm saying like never we don't and that's don't. another misconception everything we've gotten has been given to us because of the work you put in when you when you get the house of pain you don't just get two fucking wrestlers who are going to come out there slap their leg and fucking go come on let's go you're not getting that you're getting me and hakim are walking fucking wrestling company Yep. <laughs> we can book, we can fucking cut promos, we can agent matches, we do everything. Yep. We set up rings, take down rings, we've done it all. Yep. You guys have had many worn many different hats in the world as uh, of professional wrestling, as you just said. And you've done a lot of booking over years as well. Okay. Listen. And yeah. I was having a very good conversation about the two of you gentlemen last night. Okay. And I said that you guys are so um, the way you guys can put storylines together. I was talking to Ref Bill, just for the record. We were we did a show together, and we were talking about how 
the, the mind that you guys have as far as that goes is just incredible. The way that you guys can put a story together is unbelievable. That everything makes sense. You guys can put long-term storylines together, and it's just it works basically. Like I said, you guys have worn many hats in the industry. And I mean, oh. I, I know Rich is. I, I see half the guys that no one touches that that we decide to book. Now yeah. all of a sudden they they everywhere. Now all of a sudden they're from not being known at all. Nobody right. wants to book you. To now all of a sudden now they're getting booked and we're not. Right. <laughs> like what the fuck? Right. What's going on? Right. And I and we and we and we help and we help them in some kind of way. We help them in some kind of way. way. Between your booking, because you used to book for another company that I'm aware of, and uh, you did a. I guess a, a weekly series that turned into a monthly series, and you've given a lot of guys chances there when you were booking, and then had that have gone on to greater and bigger things, and you're doing the same today for another company as well. And it's funny because you have some some of the people that that other company is using were people mm -hmm. that when I put them on, they would sit down and tell me. These people are terrible. Why are you putting? Them, why are you giving them an opportunity? I don't ever want to see them again. These were the things that I was hearing, and now that we're not there, here they go booking them every fucking week. Now it's, it's oh, now they're the greatest fucking talent on the planet. Listen, I, let's let's be let's be a hundred percent, you know, transparent. We do things, and then people steal the shit. Absolutely. Style in which we make Absolutely. our videos. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. None of some of some of the stuff we do in the ring. Well, actually, yeah, they have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm about to say which, yeah, they have. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Nick is a wonderful person to put videos together. Seriously. Thank you. And and I tell you, I love the videos, and uh, you put great videos, and and uh, to promote the shows that you're a part of, and yeah, man, I saw somebody else stealing your style. Or at least oh. the last couple shows, and uh, it's quite amazing that uh, you know. At least you should, you should just say, uh, "Isn't it the um, was it uh, the sincerest form of uh, flattery?" Right. Right. You. I yeah. listen. I put a post out the other day, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it was very much so. Get off my dick, please. Like I, yeah. I'm, I'm tired <laughs> of it. I, I hate. Me and Hakim try to remain as humble as possible. We try not to fucking ruffle any feathers. Because we like to keep it professional, we like to keep it business. But at the end of the day, we see the clownery, we see the buffoonery that y'all continue to do, and you need to stop. Because get your own shit, yo. Stop stealing what we do. We've been the backbone for a lot of places, and we've we've helped promote a lot of people that continue to shit on us. Yep. It sucks. It's unfortunate, but I guess that's the game. I guess I guess so, but I, I'm not gonna um degrade myself for them. You get what I'm saying? I feel like the the cream always rises to the top. And you know, like 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 I said earlier, I think before you even you push for court, we just gonna have to just start showing up at places and just start talking to the right people that we need to talk to because I think we have too much middle people in between mm -hmm. that that may say, oh, yeah, we good. And then you have the ones that hate on us for some reason. 
You know, like well, we're bad mouthers, and 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 a lot of times they bad mouthers on situations that wasn't our fault. Right. Again, we go we go into a company, we go to the promoter, we go to the booker. What do you want from us? Okay, that's what we're gonna deliver. You paying? This is what we're gonna deliver. This is what you're asking for. We're gonna give you what you're paying us to do. People get butt hurt because they don't like the direction that the promoter or the booker said. They thinking we went in there in politics. Shit, if that was the case, we shit, we would be in fucking WWAW if we had that much juice. You know what I'm saying? I'm bringing the old school term up, juice. You know, <laughs> and we had if we had that much juice, we would be there. We go into companies for the first time, and it's like, all right, they. First of all, a lot of times they 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 see us and they go, okay. Then when they start to get to know us, they go, whoa, shit, well, goddamn, these motherfuckers is really intelligent. They know what the fuck they talking about. So it's the deception. Like I said before, it's like a gift and a curse. I think a lot of times they believe the House of Pain gimmick and don't know who the individuals, the Nick and Hakeem, are really are. We are real businessmen. We are here to conduct business. We love the art form of professional wrestling. We love tag team wrestling. We are tag team wrestling. So when we see the art form of tag team wrestling being used as like a stepping stone, you know, for something else, it kind of pisses us off. Because it's like, you know, okay, if you're going to do that, you're going to do that. But like Nick said before, you have a real team here. You have a team that's going to elevate your tag team division. We have elevated every tag team division we was in. And this is not being cocky. It's the truth. You take the House of Pain out of that, tag team division fell falls. Just, just look at every company that we had tag team championships in and how we elevated those companies, how we was the main event for these companies. Then they stop using us. A tag team division goes down. As long as we end the tag team division in some type of way, it stays hot. It stays on fire. Right. They remove us. It gets cold. And that's not even being cocky. And, And I'm not saying this to like one particular company. I'm talking about damn near our whole career. From Wherever we was at, where we was dominating, we was we, we we became the main attraction. We became more important than they world champions. And then and it's and it's not because the teams weren't good either. It was it was just the passion that we have for the tag team division. Yep. It just we our goal was to elevate the tag team divisions. Yep. Like Perfect example, when we was in reason. New York. We, yeah, when we was in New York, we was um working for the Maximo brothers, fighting spirit wrestling. Okay. Right. They they golden boy there was Mike Verner. You know Mike Verner. I know Mike Verner. Okay. He was on the show before. Yep. Okay. He was their world champion. All right. 
they had they um like they WrestleMania show called Mortal Holidays. Okay. We was the most hated tag team wrestler in the history of FSW. They could yo <laughs> that crowd wanted to see us get our butts kicked every time we stepped in that building. I used to get chicken nuggets thrown at me. Okay. Chicken nuggets. To the point where I, in order to make it stop, I, I grabbed a handful, chewed them, and spit it back at the crowd. That was the last time they ever brought fucking chicken nuggets to the goddamn oh show. Yeah. God. And I can and I can imagine if we if we would have stayed there and maybe became baby faces there. Man, that would have been interesting to see who 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 would have drew more us or Verna. That would have been interesting. But as heels, and then he, he had a heel that he was working with that wasn't draw. But as heels, we was the number one heels in that company. They they pay to see us get our butt with. And, this, and this it was just podcast to a therapy session. Thanks a lot, Rick. I no, I'm yeah. loving, it. loving it. I'm so, loving it. So you know, say that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like we're not, we're not like calling. You know, we're not trying to you know shit on nobody or nothing like that. We just we right. just telling facts. Okay. No. We just yeah. telling facts. Um, that, I've witnessed when we was in when we was in the um, last five years. Yes. Yeah, when we was in um, Paradise Alley. Let's talk about it. We was in Paradise Alley. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Please. Okay. Okay, Please, let's talk. I'm going to tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let's talk about their current tag team division now that we've exactly that's, we've exactly what I was about to throw at you. Now let's go. Let's go back a little bit though. When we was when we was the tag champs, okay. Now again, we had we had the company jumping as baby faces or heels. That place popped when we lost the tag titles in that. Uh, TLC match. Okay, then we kind of stepped back a little bit. Was that the one against the Haven? Yes. Is that the one. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. We stepped back a little bit. What happened to the tag team division after that? I mean, it was miserable. There you go. Enough I said. I don't gotta say no. I, I don't gotta say no I, more. I'm gonna Enough be said. honest, and 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 it's nothing. To, no offense to the guys themselves, but. I was at most of those shows in that time period. So I saw it. I witnessed. There was not a lot going on at that time period when you guys you guys weren't there for a good were you guys not there for a year or a good portion of a year? Now if it I may long. say so. It was, it was, it was really? Oh yeah. Really? Because During we, the, we went the, we went through a period of time where whoever was in charge at the time had their panties in a bunch with us, and we weren't getting booked. Was we were the tag team champions. <laughs> yep. <laughs> was this also involving the era with uh, during the NAWA? If I may bring that up again. Yes, sir. Yes. No. Okay. Yes, yes, sir. Not this was okay. This was us yep. not them not wanting to to book us, and it's like, well, we're the champs. Why aren't we on the show? Oh well, we want to use you as a special attraction. Oh, you guys! Exactly. Just, just that one sentence you just said. I know exactly who you're referring to. And it's like, I'm sorry. all right, cool. No, yeah, it's like, all right, cool. So then, then it became, all right, well, then get these fucking belts off of us, because we we're holding off dates for you, but we're not getting put on. 
So let's drop these fucking things. We drop them. We take a step back. Now, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's already known out there. Me and Hakim were in charge of alley fights. It was very easy for us to say, you know what? This is our show. We're in control of it. Let us be the fucking top stars of the show. Did we do that? No. We've never done that. We've taken a step back to put on younger talent, to put on guys who weren't getting opportunities, and to build them. Let's fast forward now. You know, we I know we're talking about one thing, but let's fast forward now to Coliseum Pro. Me and Hakim are in charge of that. Have you seen us on one show yet? You have not gone stepped in no. the ring outside of helping set it up, I think. So as far as show wise, you guys have not set this is what I'm saying. in the ring at all. Yeah. Now, now let's go to, and this is again not a shot at anybody in particular, but let's go to other promotions. All their bookers, all their promoters are fucking champions where they are. They're running shit and they're, and they're on top of the game. We don't do that. We're not selfish that way. It's very common I mean, in the can, wrestling you business. Can, yeah, you can yeah. run your company how you want, but for some for other places to look at us and go, oh, these, you know, these guys, listen, we could put ourselves over and do, but we don't. We, I, I much prefer to give opportunities to the guys as often as they should and make them better and then what winds up happening is they wind up going to these other places and and they and they flourish which is good for them but it sucks for us because we're just stuck in that position right yeah yeah i mean maybe 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 we did it to ourselves maybe we maybe we did it to ourselves because we was we should have been more selfish for our careers than everybody else's but then again, if we're the only ones that are good and nobody else is becoming good, then who are we going to work with? And and not only that, but my thing is if we're putting ourselves over, what do we really achieve? What do right. we really prove? Right. To right. give ourselves something is not it, – it, it doesn't mean as much as going somewhere where there's someone else in charge and that person – sees your talent and sees your ability and bestows that trust in you to carry their championships or to carry their stories. If I'm doing this shit for myself, what are we, what are we really doing? All we doing is all right. Well, if I have full fucking control, of course I'm going to be at the top. I, for me, that's, that's why you don't see house of pain on shows that house of pain is booking. That's gonna fucking change, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I'm just saying that we've always looked out for other people. We've always tried to not be selfish in that in that respect and help other guys. And there's some there's some guys that do really appreciate it. That mm-hmm. truly, you know, appreciate what we do for them. And then there's others that they don't give a shit. As long as they get on, they get on. Uh-huh. And I guess that's just the business now. That's part of the wrestling business. They don't, you know. Uh, I've always heard to it referred to as a cutthroat business in a way. Yeah, and I mean, I had I had this conversation with um with with Paul Roma years ago. I said, y'all y'all had more of a of eternity in y'all era. Y'all actually kind of put each other on, you know, if somebody was good, blah blah. I said this era, uh. Uh-uh. 
There's every man for himself in this era. You think Maybe. that's what's missing about the wrestling business? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That and real real businessmen, real businessmen yeah. that's in it to to um make money. You know, I, I feel like like I said before earlier, I feel like a lot of these promoters are throwing parties every month for themselves. They don't care if they turn a profit or not. They throw on parties, booking people who they love. They want to brush up on. Let me take a picture of this person, throw it over my social media. And that's that. Right now, I mean, there's there's, there's camaraderie. Let's, let's not get it twisted. There's camaraderie in the business. However, if you don't fit into that club, if you don't fit into that clique, no matter how talented you are, no matter how good you might be or no matter how much of an asset you might be to the company, if you don't fit in, you ain't in. And that's my biggest problem because everybody likes to say, oh, no, we give opportunity. I don't give out. You give opportunity to the people that kiss your ass. Right. You give opportunity to the guys that you know that, all right, yeah, they're going to be something, so let me let me do good for them now so I can get shit off of them later when they when they make it. Right. Take advantage of what they do. It's just not that's the, it's not how we do things. Right. You know? Like, we've never been those type of dudes. We've always felt like, like Hakeem said earlier, the cream will rise to the top and we'll get noticed eventually for our stuff. Because if we wanted to be cutthroat motherfuckers, we could. And then, but it's just not our style. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's just and the funny thing is, we, we can we can do that and they don't even know that we're doing it. But they, they, yeah. too, they got their ass so far up their own asses, they won't even realize it. You know? If we if we choose to do that. Some of these yeah. dudes got their head so far up promoters ass if they spit it's coming out of his mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that kind of fucking and it's like, bro, not I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. We we could talk business, we could be respectful, we can do what we need to do. Let's make it happen. Just, yeah. It's just one of those things. Yeah. Uh is there anything else you guys want to throw out there? Buy our merchandise. Buy your merchandise. <laughs> Well, it's, 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 it's a it's a few it's a few um companies that we're we're yeah. we're looking at um yeah I actually I actually um spoke to um James Allen briefly today okay so um you know if he got a spot for us we could possibly be on his next show waiting for him to get back to me on that um you know make our return back to New World New World Extreme um. Also, any promoters out there, after you see this, I'm pretty sure we're not going to get too many contacts, but we're willing to defend these titles wherever we can, however we can, against whoever. Yes, so we got the green light. Open. Yes, we got the green yes, light to defend these belts anywhere. So we want to do that. The promoter just asked me that, too, the other day. We, we want to defend them. And I told him, I said, well, I don't know. Um <laughs> I said we try we try to um do you know the right business for it. But um, you know, it's been a lot of a lot of issues with you know places that we that we was going that we was uh, working at on a regular. You know, I'm not gonna go into the personal business on that, but there's been a lot of things going on with a few companies that we've been working with that you know they you know they gotta handle their business. 
So yeah. as they They're do that, yeah, as, as they as they do that, we're um we're we're open to um to go anywhere. Um, reached out to a few companies, like I said, um, New World Extreme, um, Monster Factory. We look into to possibly do something there. Um, I've been waiting for a little feedback on that, but this dude here, you know, he act like, you know, he's a superstar. He can't get back to me. So <laughs> I guess it might be one of those situations where we just got to um, pull up. Um, we trying to see if we could get back. We, I mean, we went there once years ago. That's um, CCW in um, Jersey. Um, actually, there's a couple of there's a couple of companies in Jersey that I reached out to. Um, they 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 responded back. Um, they let us know um, for their future shows. So we possibly probably be back in the um, New York New Jersey region this fall. I'm saying probably around October or so if if everything goes the way it's supposed to go. Um, Speaking of October. October thirteenth, huh? October yeah. the thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth, Coliseum Pro Wrestling. Um, me and Hakim, we we you know, brain trust behind that and and producing that show. Uh, Rick is also a part of it, doing the commentary. Um, West Haven Elks Lodge, two sixty five Main Street, seven thirty p.m. Yeah, no, nah, I mean let's. Go follow Coliseum Pro Wrestling. We got we got a lot of stuff coming up there. There's going to be a lot of uh, interesting things happening. We're having our first women's uh, match with Dajay Simone and Unforgiven Salem. Uh, tag team title match between uh, Hustle and Muscle against uh, Social Influence. And we got a lot of surprises coming for that one. That's going to be a really interesting show. Uh, so, yeah, check that out. Thank you, gentlemen, for spending the uh, last hour with me speaking uh, about what's going on in your current wrestling life. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. This is, this is either going to get us more bookings or people are going to be like, we're never booking these fucks again. <laughs> well, book these guys because everything they said here listen, makes sense. Okay? Listen, listen, right. we, listen, we got friends in Chicago. We got friends in West Virginia. So we don't have to we don't have to be here. And and that's the and that's the thing they don't seem to understand either. Like I'm I mean we want to be around the world. We don't want to just be in the New England territory. I, I feel like we um conquered that already. So we looking to do the Midwest, the South, the West Coast. Um we looking to do the the bigger promotions, the um the NEWs, the Beyonds, um, MLW, NW. You know what I'm saying? We that's what we looking to do. You get what I'm saying? Like we looking to do those those type of things. Um, we're not we're not thirsty where we have to be just booked just to be booked. Again, I tell us speak for ourselves. We've been a tag team for the past nine years. We are current tag team champions again. So, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be in this area. And we still got that open market to Puerto Rico. All I got to do is make that phone call. So, you know, we got places we can go. So it, we don't got to be in the New England territory anymore. You know what I'm saying? We can just... 
you brought up West Virginia. Shout out to Real Shoot Wrestling. Like, always treating us good. They're killing it. They're doing a bunch of shows all over from West Virginia to Ohio and, and, and all everything in between in that area. So shout out to them. If you can, go give them a follow. Go give them a like. Uh, Tim Cross has always been really good to us, man. And, and they, they're putting out a lot of good stuff out there. So hopefully we'll be able to go back to that very soon. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know what? I want to shout out um, Just Mr. To, Chad, yeah. Chad Moretti, too. That brought us out to Chicago for that for that show. He treated us very well. I ain't got nothing but good things to say about Chaz. We talk we like got every paid. other day. Yep, we <laughs> talk every other day. You know, it matters, right? Yep. So yeah, I, I have no, I have no beef with him. None but respect for the man. So we're looking to do some things. Um, I'm looking to um see what we could do with um our manager from out there, Mr. C Red himself. Um. Yeah, we looking like I said, we looking to go everywhere. We're not looking to just be, you know, in the New England. I feel like, you know, if the business is right, it's right. If it's not, whatever, man. For real. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what Nick and I are not gonna do, we're not gonna kiss nobody's ass. Absolutely. We're not gonna do that. So if you want to do business with us. Okay, you know how to contact us, you know, and that's that. The House of Pain Bookings at gmail.com. That's how you get a hold of us. And now, and Rick, thanks a lot, man. You've always been good to us. You've always supported us, and we appreciate that shit, man. Oh, speaking also, of- promoters out there, if you need a commentator, this is the guy to fucking go to. He does the, he does the best work. I've built up quite the impressive resume, but I want to thank you guys for giving me my first shot, literally, and uh, helping me progress my career in broadcasting. Thank you. Absolutely. You just, you're one of millions that we helped. <laughs> I haven't walked away yet, so. I, <laughs> I still respond to your text messages. So Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. That. This is Bob Smith. You might remember me from my years at Pro Wrestling Illustrated Magazine. Well, now I've started a brand new podcast called The Outdated Wrestling Hour. Yes, we're going to take a whimsical look back at the wrestling figures, stars, and trends from years gone by. We're talking 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and a whole lot more. There's going to be laughs. There's going to be fun. There's going to be action. You name it. Please tune in for The Outdated Wrestling Hour, wherever you get your podcasts. Available on all streaming platforms, it's professional wrestling's greatest, largest, privately owned wrestling library. All the classic hits, flips, slams, and pins of yesteryear are on one place. It's Ultimate Classic Wrestling. Check out the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, Paul Hogan, 
Mr. USA, Tony Atlas, Tito Santana, Rick Martel, a who's who of professional wrestling's greatest spotlight stars ever to grace the squared circle all in one place. Grab the best seat in the house for memories and mayhem on all to the classic wrestling.